0: Hey, I'm Lauren Wade, and welcome to Mutt of America. Uh, I figured I'd do a quick episode because I said I'd put out episodes every two weeks, but I'm failing at that. Um, A lot of things have been going on in life, so I've had to step away a little bit. Uh, First off, I uh, had my first panic attack, like a real one. like I thought I was having a fucking heart attack, Uh, so that was fun. Uh, Financial things and... uh, My car's wheel bearing went out, so that's getting fixed as we speak, hopefully. I haven't heard an update on how long it's going to take them or how backed up they are, but we're hoping to have it back before Sunday. Uh, Because Sunday, September 24th, let me look at my calendar behind me. September 24th, 6.30pm at Comedy Avenue in Lawton, Oklahoma. Uh, It'll be Brandon Whitaker and then special guests. And one of your special guests will be me. Uh, I'm a little nervous for that. uh, I kind of stepped away because I had that panic attack. And I was like, oh, God. What if I have a panic attack on stage? Because, like, I've never had one before. This shit was crazy. So I did the shock collar that one night. Which was really fun. Love Love those guys. I've watched jackass and nitro circus like a motherfucker when i was a kid so i'm into that shit uh but afterwards i came home and i was with one of my friends and you know we smoked and i swear to god like just out of nowhere i was like what the fuck what the fuck are we doing and they were like what and i was like ah i don't know and then like i just started to be out of myself it was so weird like i didn't get like tunnel vision but it was like i was processing everything but i wasn't at the same time and my arms were numb and tingling and just like my hearing went to muffled and like with a slight ring it was fucking weird like i literally thought i was like dying um and they were like i swear to god (laughs) I swear to God, if that shock color, like, did something to your heart and you're having a heart attack right now. And I was like, I didn't really have anything to say. I couldn't really process much. I just remember them being like, do I need to call you an ambulance? And I just looked up and was like, I don't know. (laughs) Like, I couldn't get anything out. Like, it was just, it was the weirdest feeling ever. And I thought I had had panic attacks before, but that was a real one. Like... I feel like Tony Soprano now because, like, I'm like, I don't want that to happen again. I swear to God I'm having a heart attack. Also, I'm too hard for this. (laughs) Too hard to be having this shit. But all's better. I thought I was going to have one about a week ago again, but we didn't. I think we talked ourselves out of it. I don't even know why I'm having them. It's just like I developed this panic disorder or it's finally coming through. And I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, But the last week, this week, I've been good. I haven't felt panicky or the dread or whatever. Because let me tell you, after I had that first panic attack, I literally felt like I did have a heart attack. Like, I was so tired and, like, I kept shaking. Like, I was just violently shaking and hot and cold at the same time. And it was fucking weird. Like, it was scary as fuck. And it just took everything out of me and the next day i just felt dreadful like it was horrible so anybody i've ever been like you're a pussy if you have panic attacks because they're not that bad uh i was lying i just never had a real one (laughs) and somebody god whoever was like all right here you go you gonna talk shit here you go that's why i need i don't like talking shit anymore because it always happens to me but aside from that it's just been kind of like uh technical difficulties i guess with life (laughs) But we're going to try to hop back on the wagon. Um, Like I said, financial reasons right now, it's really hard. So I've kind of stepped back a lot. Because I was trying to hit it all, hit the ground running, man. But I need to find my own balance because I do have a full-time job. I am trying to do this. And I'm trying to do comedy. So I think I need to chill the fuck out. I think that's what that panic attack was telling me. It was like, hey, like, if you don't chill yourself out, uh something else going to f- chill you the fuck out. <laughs> or at least make you take a hi- hiatus. Uh So yeah, I did the shock caller. That was actually really fun. Um I'm so mad cuz like Drax and them um, I mean Ace, he broke a chair. So like at least I didn't break a chair. I kind of wanted to. Uh I'm not going to lie. It's not like it hurts. Okay, that's a lie. Um, but it contracts your muscles so fast and hard, especially on the, like, the higher levels, that it hurt my neck, like, and I think that's where mainly my reaction came from, because I watched their video of them doing it, and they were like, was she just playing it up? No, I wasn't. I got a bad neck and jaw, so, like, I have TMJ in my jaw, so they've already told me that I need to go get my neck realigned and shit, so, I think I got a free realignment with that. (laughs) Cause that shit was like, (laughs) and I was like, oh, oh my God. But fucking Drax didn't have no reaction. He was like, I've been tased too many times. And I'm like, yeah, obviously, Jesus Christ. If I'm doing a heist, I'm taking you. (laughs) Cause at least electricity ain't going to slow you down, damn. Also, I need to uh, correct myself on the email. So, I spent so long putting this together and trying to make everything perfect and right. I didn't even give you the right email in the first episode. Somebody actually took Mutt of America at Gmail. So, mine is actually Mutt of America podcast at gmail.com. So, I hope whoever has Mutt of America, sorry if you got blown up or if you got some weird ass random emails asking you a question that you don't know nothing about. <laughs> So, if you do have questions, send it to mut of America podcast at gmail dot com. And I did get uh, one question because when you know the question, you'll know who asked it. Uh, they asked me like, "Let me pull it up." All right, here it is. Has having a sister-in-law and niece changed your outlook on anything for better or for worse? I bet you could guess who asked that question in my life. (laughs) Um, both, (laughs) like being real, um, wouldn't change it, really. But like, when I they had my first niece, um, I didn't give a fuck about me no more. Like, it's not even my kid, but like at the same time, it's my kid. So I kind of felt like, oh shit, like, I know there's other, if something were to happen to my brother and sister-in-law, I know there's other people who would immediately take them and raise them. But at the same time, like, I felt like, for some reason, that would be my responsibility, (laughs) or maybe I want it to be my responsibility. So for a little bit there, I was like, oh god, like, if something happens to them, like, I want to be able to, you know at least for sure know that I could take them in and they would have somewhere to go, even though I know there's other people that would. And it kind of makes you just, you're not as selfish anymore. You're very selfless about it. I just want the best for them. I mean, shit, when I would get life insurances and stuff on my old job, I would put my niece as a beneficiary. Like, if I fucking randomly die, bitch gets 25 grand or whatever it is and send her ass to college. Like, I don't give a fuck about me. And then of course my dad was like, "Well, we need money to bury your ass," <laughs> and I was like, "Fine, I'll put you on there, but I need to write something up where the rest of it goes to them um, because I don't have kids, I don't, I don't have nobody like that, I don't have a a spouse or anything, so you know, pay off my funeral and put it in the college fund, you know, shit like that, but uh." No, if anything, it changed it for the better, because, like, I mean, there's so many situations that my anxiety ass goes through that I'm like, if that happened, like, I would step up to the plate, um, not, I don't want my own kids, really, but I would take them in a heartbeat, like, it would be fucking stressful, but I know I'd, I'd have help, so, it, it pretty much changed I would say it changed my outlook for the better. For sure. I mean, I'm not going to say anything got worse. Because I love them to death. uh. But it just, it changed things when you have, like, kids that are brought into the family. Because I was, you know, I was for so long. I'm just now 24. For so long, me and my other cousin, we were just the babies, man. We were the babies. We were the babies in the family. And nobody else had babies. And then now they got babies. (laughs) And we're not the babies anymore. And you gotta think about real life shit. And it's fucking crazy because I'm 24, but I literally feel like I'm 19. I keep thinking I'm still 23, and it's ridiculous. Like, the other day I did that, and I was like, I'm 20. I'm 24, fuck. I'm not 23 no more, but yeah. So there's the answer to that question. It just makes you more stressed because like life happens, shit happens. You g- you don't know when you're gonna wake up or die or all that morbid shit. So it just puts a lot on your mind. Um, but if anybody else has questions, like I said, send it to mutt of America podcast m u t t of America podcast at gmail dot com. If you have any questions or just want to hear me rant about a subject or talk about a subject, um, I'm really excited because Halloween's coming up. I had so much more to talk about, and only one person I know that listens to this will get this. But I can't find my joke, my riddle book, my little riddle book is gone. I know I had it here. And I wrote some stuff I was going to talk about on the next podcast. And it has disappeared. So, I guess the trolls or the gnomes, they got a hold of it. And they have not given it back yet. Which is really irritating. I probably just hid it for myself or something. Or laid it down somewhere. But. I'm excited for Halloween, though. I got my tarot cards out. Oh boy, you want to hear a little shuffling? Let's pull a card. Let's pull a card. Wake up, spirits. What should these people hear? Watch. It's not going to throw anything. (laughs) I'm going to be shuffling forever. Maybe we'll just... Oh, never mind. I was like, maybe we'll pull it off the top, and then they threw one out. They always do that. I'm always like, well, bitch, and then they're like... See what it is. The Seven of Swords reversed. So, what do y'all need to hear today? Let's look in the book. The Seven of Swords. Swords. (laughs) The Seven of Swords. Now I can't say it right. Fuck! Swords. Jesus. If I say it wrong multiple times, then my brain won't say it any other way. The Seven of Swords indicates that you are doing something unethical. Reversal can also signify that you're dealing with dishonest and trustworthy people. I don't think I'm doing anything unethical, so I'm going to say that somebody is dishonest and trustworthy with me, and I already think I know who that is. So, take that with a grain of salt, as you will, if it applies to your life. There's our fun little tarot reading, since it's about to be Halloween time. I'm also excited I need to talk to the guys, but the saloon scuffle guys... We're talking about going to a cemetery that's uh, supposedly very haunted out here. Um, I got a lot of different stories for it, but I'm going to hold them in until we go. I may hold them in until after we go and just see like, if in investigating something like that is brought up or somebody feels something that's a part of those stories. I hope they don't go look it up <laughs> because I also kind of want to just be like, ooh, here's the ghostly stories, you know? But at the same time, I don't want to, like, ruin the integrity of an investigation completely. Uh, We don't have a lot of equipment, but... I've been there several times, and... The first time... First off, there's, like, a foundation of an old house out there, right? And there's a cellar that's left. And I've always heard... That people go out there and they do, at least back in the day, like, when I was way younger, they would do rituals and shit and, like, sacrifice animals like and shit like that. Um, and so in the cellar, there are, like, pentagrams and shit like that drawn all over it. And I hate it. I hate the cellar. Like, it gives me such a bad feeling down deep in my core. And I hate it. It's bad. So I don't like to go around the cellar. I've also heard somebody, which I don't know how much I believe them because they used to be on meth. But <laughs> um, somebody was on top of the cellar and something pushed them off and they ended up breaking them, their ankle. And I'm like, mm, okay, but I don't know. I've never been physically touched out there. Uh, so the first time I went, cellar was cool. I did not like the vibe, though. I did not care for the vibe at all. Um, But, like, the cemetery part was cool. Didn't get any bad vibes. But when we were walking back from the cemetery, I swear to God, somebody was following us. And I've only gone during the day. I've never gone at night. Um, But I would turn back and, like, stop walking. And the other footsteps would stop. And I swear to God the whole walk back to the car, something followed us. And in my head I was just like, spirit if you a spirit, you can't follow me. You can't attach to me and follow me, okay? You need to stay here. Um But yeah, every time I would stop and turn around, footsteps would stop. And it was really creepy. Uh the second time I went out there, um, We came in, and then when we came out, there was something we swear that wasn't there before. And this allegedly happens there. There was, like, a wood cross thing that I swear when we came in wasn't there, but when we came out, it was. Excuse me. I'm not going to edit this either. Sorry. Um, So that was... That was, the, that was the experience second time. Nothing else really happened. It was a nice day. Uh, and then I took somebody else out there the last time I was out there. And nothing happened, really. I just walked around, showed him that it was all graves, told him the ghostly stories. Uh, and we picked up trash. Because <laughs> for some reason, people like to go drink out there, which is like, cool, I get it. It's in a ro- remote spot. Not a lot of shit. You're not gonna get fucked with. But at the same time, like, they throw their beer cans everywhere. And there's literally a metal trash can out there. Like, just pick up after yourself, at least. It's ridiculous. Because these these graves out here are old. Like, I mean... 1800s. Shit like that. It's an old cemetery. I don't even think you're really supposed to go on there. Like, go in there. But, also, you know, I don't fuck with anything... I literally, the last time I was there, the dude I was with picked up trash. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> so, I don't think we'd really get in trouble. It's not like we're out there to party. Whoever's out there partying, I'm like, you're insane. I, I, don't, I couldn't do, you know, as hard as I act. <laughs> as emo as I am. Or whatever you want to call it. I wouldn't be fucking hanging out anywhere near that cellar drinking and shit. Mm Mm-mm. Bad vibes all around, my dude. Not no boy, no. I'm also excited for Halloween. I don't know why. It's not like I ever go do anything, but like, it's starting to get cooler at night. So like, I can wear some sweatpants, curl up and watch some movies. Love it. Love it. So I'm excited to go out there and do that. If we do go do an investigation, of course, we got to get like five people's schedules lined up, which is really hard when I work nights, but also it's perfect that I work nights because we're going to go out there at night. Perfect. I will be ready to go wide awake. Everybody else will be like, huh? (laughs) It's so late. Uh, But also, you know, it's, it's coming on fall and stuff like that. So it gets darker a little earlier now. To make it a little bit easier on everybody. Uh, especially since they're coming from Lawton out here. Uh, but yeah, I thought I'd give y'all a little update. At least put something out. Because we've been having life di- difficulties out here. Uh, panic attacks. bearings going out. It's been a fun time. Uh, talked about how my outlook has changed after having a sister-in-law, and then having nieces. uh, I would say for the better, for sure. Um, Yeah, just crazy shit going on. I'm excited to go do an investigation, hopefully. Um, One of my friends has an EMF reader, I think, so I'm going to have to go talk to him and borrow that. Uh, But yeah, that's uh, been the last couple weeks for me, and I know I probably said that I was going to put the mat feral podcast out soon and i'm sorry that's taking so long matt if you're listening to this i'm so sorry i'm so sorry uh but that will be coming soon and i also have one with ian kennedy that needs to come out soon also i will probably work on those this week since i have some days off before i do the show sunday and don't forget comedy avenue sunday september 24th at 6 30 brandon whitaker and special guests special guests Including moi. <laughs> I will be there. And um, probably a B B Square. No. But it's always a fun time. Come out. It's actually a free comedy show. So definitely come out. Free pizza. We take donations for the comedians. Um, but I just love going to Comedy Avenue. Because like, the vibes are great. At least for my type of comedy. And just like the type of comedy I like to watch. Vibes are immaculate. So you should definitely come check that out. It'll be a fun-ass time. Uh, and if you have any questions, send it to my Gmail, Mutt of America Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, thanks for listening. I'm Lauren Wade. Love you, bitches.